welcome to Valid Thoughts, the podcast where we talk to friends and family about the concept of homeland, language, belonging, and vulnerability. Enjoy the conversation and remember our thoughts are valid. Hi guys, my name is S and welcome to Valid Thoughts. I'm super excited to be here today, super excited as usual to speak to you guys and special episode. It's with someone that's been with us from day one, someone that I always knew I wanted to have on this podcast. And uh, season two, anyway, is a lot about the people that I've been working with from the beginning. And today I'm speaking to the superstar that she is, Celeste. <laughs> Celeste Ojatula. Is that how you actually introduce yourself? Or did you just say Celeste? Yes. Yeah, Celeste Ojatula, exactly. Yeah. So I'm speaking to Celeste today. You guys have always been hearing her voice. The song Black that we use for the podcast is from her. So, yeah. We're just going to get into the conversation. It's also the first uh, podcast episode I'm recording in Lagos, Nigeria. So I'm currently in Lagos. By the time you guys are hearing this, I'll probably be somewhere in my bed in India. But yeah. So Celeste, say hi. Introduce yourself very briefly. Hi, guys. My name is Celeste Ojatula. It's nice to meet everyone. I am an indie folk artist. And I can't wait to hear what... um, um, what Mudupe has in store for me. <laughs> All right, so let's get started. So you already said it, right? Like you're an indie folk artist. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a singer, a songwriter. Do you produce at this point? Yeah, I mean, I just started producing last late last year, so... I mean, I would not consider myself a producer yet, but, you know, I'm getting to it. Okay, so um, I want to talk about being and being such a in such a niche group in a place like Lagos, in a place like Nigeria, mm-hmm. and how you got into music as well. Okay, um, so I, I, not to sound cliche, but I started music when I was really young. Um, I think when I was 11, I joined a, a choir in church and... Um, Professionally, my music started around 2016. Um, in terms of how you know my niche is in in Lagos or so in Lagos, Nigeria, it's it has its ups, ups and downs, mm. right? Um, personally, I think there is no music that you know cannot appeal to anybody. It's just you know how much um, publicity can you give the music, how much direction can you give to it. So at the moment, I would say that um, you know there is there's um, the up part where people accept it but then there's a down part where you know there's not much push you know in terms of music and di- in terms of direction people are more attracted to you know hip-hop sounds and yeah. all that or popular sounds than my own um sound but then when they get to listen to it they tend to appreciate it yeah like i feel like lagos is such a fast-paced city that you know everything like it's all about the next hit and not about the one that you can jump to the whole time and like it's it's such short term as well Mm -hmm. so once the next one is out you forget about the other one Mm -hmm. and then you just keep it moving Mm -hmm. yeah so Mm -hmm. i think that's always something so talking about you joining the choir i think it is very typical for a lot of artists (laughs) what type of church did you go to i have to ask this i really have to ask this um, so the church I went to, very good. It's like it's like a CSC kind of church. That's where that's doing. that's where the root is. That is where it is, and it's so much in Nigerian music, mm-hmm. and I, I totally appreciate it. But we should talk about a bit about what CSC is. Mm-hmm. 
can you give so, us the gist? So technically, the church I went to wasn't necessarily wasn't a CS, CSC church, mm-hmm. but they had you know traits. So, yes, in it, yes, right. Um, I think mostly in the prayers. When I was there, I wanted to you know do more you know European kind of sounds. I wanted to be able to just you know, but you know they still had the Yoruba part that. But in a way, I I would say that um in terms of the clarity of my voice, the uniqueness of my voice. I would I would give the choir, like my experience at, as a chorister, that right. Mm. But in terms of you know the kind of sounds that I produced, you would be it, it wasn't even music that influenced my my okay. sounds. It was more of personal experiences. It was more of um, literature, Yoruba literature. Okay. What you say? So give us one book. Give us one book recommendation that influenced <laughs> yeah. your thoughts. Um, the the one there's a song titled OPP that I haven't released yet. It's from a book called Ojuri. It's one Yoruba literature book like that. Um, there's a there's a chapter that that writes OPP and then dot 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 the ellipses. So yeah. Interesting. So you can also read in Yoruba. Yeah, I can. Okay. I can. Yeah, I, I, my reading is very bad. <laughs> I used to be able to do that when I was much younger, but it has, it has gone away now, oh. unfortunately. I really wish I could do <laughs> Maybe that's a class I should be taking instead of instead learning, of learning all other languages. I should take your back class. <laughs> yeah, that's quite interesting. And so how has your journey been from when you really started taking um, music as a career seriously? You said 2016 is when you knew, like, okay, you're doing this really professionally as well. Mm-hmm. How has the journey been for you so far? Um, from 2016 to about 2018, it was pretty good, I would say. Um, I got a couple of shows. I was um songwriting for some. I was a songwriter for some artists. Um, but um, in terms of afterwards, you know, the way music is like when you don't constantly, when you're not constantly releasing music, um then your attention would be attention of people would be drawn to someone and other people mm-hmm. right so but like around the time that I I haven't I haven't released any music you know from that time to now okay from 2018 rather to now so because of that it's still it's just you know in a high trusty has gone yeah. to hide somewhere yeah. so once you are releasing new music yeah but I see you've been doing other stuff as well mm-hmm. so um apart from I see like there was um is it uh the Dwayne Stoic, I don't Dwayne know what. Stoic. Yeah, mm. the, he has a. They have a group as well. Mm. The think the twin. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I saw that you did some artwork for them for yeah. their album. Yeah. Um, I see like you feature on other people's music as well. So that's been going on mm-hmm. outside of you not uh yeah. putting out your own stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean that's also amazing. I mean, it's a way of collaborating. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about what collaborating has been like for you in the music industry here. Mm-hmm. And even um and also can you imagine collaborating with like um hip hop artists? Has that been something you've considered? That's maybe happened already. What's the process like? Okay, um, 2020, around 2020, 2019 has been the years that I decided to be versatile, to go beyond what my sound is. And in terms of collaboration, it was, um, it's been pretty good. Um, the first collaboration I had, you know, outside of my niche was, um, it's, it's titled Ijo. And it got a lot of, um, you know, positive feedbacks. Um, apart from that, um, I'm currently working on some other collaborations with people. In terms of working with um, 
you know, mainstream artists. I don't see a problem with that. I just think that, you know, I'll be better off being there. Some writers. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I don't see a problem with like doing um, mainstream music. I think that um, the way I am right now in terms of my songwriting skills can allow me to do, you know, more than what, you know, my niche is. So I personally don't have Okay. Issues. Okay. Give us the gist on the songs that you have written. On the songs that I've written? Yeah, that for people. For people. Okay. I have one that um, actually it's, it's a lot it's not one give us the <laughs> there's, there's this album called some of them are, are not released yet mm. yeah but um the one that has been released just one is um it's by ibeji tribal max ibeji yes not not ibeji okay 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 not ibeji okay okay my my eyes you know ibeji is actually a nigerian artist and um, I collaborated with him, I think, 2019 or so. Um, we came up with um, an album called um, Tribal Max. I was one of the songwriters that um, I think I have about some four or five songs you know, written on that album. Um, but aside that, um, I also wrote songs for Falano. She hasn't released yet. Oh, that's also nice. Yeah, yeah. so um, she hasn't released that yet. Um, then I also wrote songs for Ruby Gyang. Um, for Chocolate City, but um, it hasn't been released. I think um, they have some issues, so I don't know. Okay. But it hasn't been released yet. So most of the songs that I have written um, for artists, except for Tribal Max, has not been released yet. Oh, sounds like interesting <laughs> stuff coming up. Can't yes. wait to hear that. Um, so if you're not, so just want to go a bit away. If you're not um writing music, if you're not creating music yourself, what mm-hmm. do you do? What else do you do? If I am not writing music, if I'm not creating music, then I'm writing content for companies, then I'm doing graphic designs, or I'm just busy sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because it was yeah. only 24 hours in a day. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I want to talk about the song Black. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's my absolute favorite song of yours. Mm-hmm. I love Black so much. Like sometimes I sit down. Like in the house, like I just listen to black. Like I can go hours listening to black. So let's talk about where the inspiration for that came from, and uh, what black means to you. Okay. Um. So back in um, twenty sixteen, I think I was in um I was still in Unilag at that point. Um, a friend of mine came to me and said that they had a series that they wanted to do that was focused on youths. <laughs> that was focused on youths and um. So he said that um, he wanted me to write a theme song that was, you know, in related in relation to that series. So that's how I came about, you know, black in general. But over time, I started to, you know, when I started adding some more um, lyrics to it, it started to become a lot more personal in terms of how um, the society that we live in in Nigeria today and how, you know, um, most times you have to give and expect something in return. You have to do things, you know, in a certain type of way. You know, it kind of it's not it's not as it's not as um as pure as when we were children. You know, it's it's more like now everything is just give and take, mm. give and take. So the whole idea of it was just okay. The society, the, the decadence of the society. That's what came about black. Mm, okay. And do you feel like the people have also received it the way you want them to receive it? Um, in a way, I, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> you know, I don't think so. I think people just enjoy the vibe of the song. They enjoy the voice of the song. Um, 
and they like the chorus, but not everybody really understands Stands the purpose or yeah. you know, what the song means. Yeah. yeah, I like the. Well, I should not be singing. Ramina, mommy, Ramina, mommy. Anyway, don't let me sing. Let me sing. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of the song, and I also like the message mm-hmm. behind it, and I feel like it fits very well um into Valetots. I don't know if I've said this, but a big thank you to you for for letting me use your song. And so we've been thinking, Abby and the producer and I, we've mm-hmm. been thinking if we need another song for season two to change things up. Mm-hmm. And we both thought about it and we was like, you know what? This is like, if you think of Valley Thoughts, you think mm-hmm. of Black, the mm-hmm. song, and mm-hmm. there's no way, like it's going to just have a different feel, which we don't want. Like we have just have to stick to the song because it's like, if you switch on the podcast, that's the first thing you hear. Yes, and you. yeah, and we just want people to like, you know, have that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay, so I want to talk about your work as an ambassador for Mentally Aware. Mm-hmm. Um, I found it quite interesting. I didn't know about it before, actually. I was just reading it today when I was researching and coming up with the questions to ask you. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us a bit about what the project is about and what you do with them and um, how you create awareness? So, um, Mentally Aware, Mentally Aware Nigeria is um, an initiative that was created to focus on, you know, uh, mental illness in Nigeria. And one of the first times that they reached out to me, it was because of the way my sound um, was like. I think Black in particular, you know, so not everybody, you know, some people got the message and they felt that I was not just Black, I think um, the... The, some of the collaborators of um, the initiative um, were a part of where they were attendees for my shows. And so they could hear, you know, the kind of songs. So my songs are geared towards inspiration, trying to uplift your mind, trying to get you, you know, mentally, be mentally aware. And so when we started working, the idea was to come up with songs, you know, that could, you know, help soothe people, help um, make people relax. So um, currently what I'm doing with them strictly is just ensuring that, you know, people reach out to, you know, mentally aware, you know, whenever there are issues happening um, and then write songs, you know, mm. in addition to calming the mind and, you know, letting people be at rest. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds quite interesting. Yeah. Um, what about yourself? Like, how do you feel like your mental state in this place like Nigeria? Oh <laughs> <laughs> Ah, like um in twenty 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 I would say from twenty from around um twenty nineteen I had a, a pretty bad year in twenty nineteen and then twenty nineteen ending it was pretty good. Then twenty twenty came and it was bad, 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 <laughs> bad, bad. So um my mental health um has just started getting better this year. Um in Nigeria it's been terrible. Like it's not it's, there's there's too much restrictions, you know, to things that you can do as a young person, you know. And I think for the longest time, or like for almost more than half of last year, I was having that issue, you know, trying to get myself, pull myself out of that. You know. Yeah, of that space. Yeah. Mm. So, but at the moment, it's pretty good now. Mm. 
And what do you think? Do you want to jackpa? <laughs> I want to. <laughs> so when we say jackpot, basically it means that you kind of escape. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Can you really, you know, translate jackpot yes, into no, English? Jackpot, like run away. Run away, right? Okay, let's keep it moving. Okay. Um. So you definitely want to jackpot at some point. You said. Yeah, yeah, but um, it's scary, right? I'm always concerned about um, the environment. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much just scared that I'm going somewhere else new, right? There is no, you know, all of the things that I can run away with or get by with, it doesn't exist over there. So I think I'm scared for that. What do you mean by run away with or get by with? Um, I think in Nigeria, there are some things that are pretty much easy, you know, in terms of friendship, you know, it's I personally, I, I'm not that kind of person that makes friends really fast. So I think I would have a problem, I would be alone for a long time if I, you know, eventually travel. Then I'm also concerned about my music, you know, how how would it be like over there? So I have a lot of, you know, thoughts that I'm having. But if I was to take off all of that, you understand, I think I would want to try somewhere um, new just, you know, for, I don't think I want to be there for a long time i just feel like i want to be there enough to be able to have options you know? mm. so when i want to go i go if i want to come back i come back mm. so yeah it's interesting because you remember the like the first question you asked me is about if i miss nigeria mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and i think that's the thing right like if there was the i actually think that a lot of nigerians wouldn't leave nigeria if it's not for the fact that the way the country is yeah nigerians are actually i feel like we like to travel for like because we like to explore but if it was possible to actually be in Nigeria and have the best of it all a lot a lot of people wouldn't actually leave there are a lot of people that are very patriotic to like the country that really want to stay in the country or oh, you don't think so yeah of course yeah. I mean I, 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 I was patriotic up until now <laughs> yeah, yeah but yeah I, I still have all of that I, I still feel like the majority of Nigerians that are even over there would want to be back here yeah. as well yeah. Oh, yeah. So now that we're already talking about patriotism, um, let's talk about the NSAS movement mm-hmm. and how you felt about it, how you felt it, also being in Lagos, like in the hotspot. Um, for everyone out there, the NSAS movement, you can Google it. It's hashtag NSAS, E-N-D-S-A-R-S. SARS, um, there's end at the beginning when there's SARS. Um, you can check it out mostly on Twitter, I would say, if you want to find a lot of content. Um, SARS is the Special Armed ro- Robbery Squad. Yeah. Uh, special Anti-Armed Robbery Squad, right? That was created by the, um, the Nigerian government. And um, it's a department that's supposed to basically be there for the citizens and um, make sure that we are all safe, you know, when things happen. Unfortunately, it's not the case. Unfortunately, it's the other way around. They're attacking young people, young people not feeling safe. They're, you know, throwing people in prison, collecting money from people, robbing people, actually people that are supposed to keep us safe. And there was a big movement last year um, that where people really came out and started protesting, you know, and started voicing their opinions. And really, I mean, it's been like a lot before as well, but last year was really like when people really came out and protested. And I was so proud to be in Nigeria in that moment. It felt so, so nice. And uh, the protests were going fine until um, I believe that the 
the, some parts of the government decided that you know they're not fine with this and decided um, mixing some people that were against the protests into the people and causing some kind of you know cause like they're attacking people, you know and yeah it went as far as the army um, shooting at people on the twentieth of October twenty twenty and I think we also had an Instagram live and the country is basically just denying it, but I want you to speak a little bit about um, your experience being in Lagos, how you felt at that time. Um, yeah. Um, up until the killings, um, it was pretty much, um, you know, I was proud. Like, I, yeah. I didn't expect that everybody from all parts of Nigeria would stand up to fight for one particular thing that has always been a problem. So I was, you know, actively involved, you know, I was one of those social media so I was one of the, you know, I was one of the Twitter, you know, activists, quote and unquote. But truth of the matter is that everybody that I was, you know, some of my friends even went for the protest, but I couldn't because I had a lot of work to do at that point. But you know, during the killings and all, it really, really affected a lot of um our mental health mm. in general. Um, I know that I cried a lot of times, you know, even with during when that stuff happened and afterwards, you know, it was just until now, I'm, I'm, we are all still asking the same questions, yeah. you know, what's what happened? Who, who ordered the killings? You understand? So it was a bad, it was a bad experience mm. for me and, you know, for most of the people that I know as well. Mm. Yeah. Did you, um, because after the killings as well, then it went on to, uh, people also started looting mm -hmm. and there was like a lot happening around. Were you at home? No, How did you home. feel? I heard a lot of gunshots mm. in the, this man's, what's his name, the governor's house. Yeah. The, 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 his mom's house is close to this area. So um, I, I didn't witness it, but I knew, you know, when it came to, you know, de demolish the place yeah. and then, the gunshots were going on for a very long time. There were gunshots for about five days. And then, um, you know, my other friends were complaining about gunshots. Some some of them, you know, even had gunshots closer to their yeah, houses, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was not, you know, it was it still isn't safe now. Yeah. So it has even increased, yeah, despite the, you know, cases of crime in Lagos at the moment. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, but before then, before now, it was, it was crazy. You were you couldn't just walk at at maybe seven o'clock and mm. just walk out because mm. you you don't know what's going to happen. Happen, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then going back into uh, some kind of way, finding your way back into everyday life. How was that for you? Wow, it it was it was crazy. Like I I pretty much couldn't work for for that month. Um, I I have a supervisor, and you know I think even her was affected, and so she just said. You know, anybody that, you know, can't work can just, you know, take a break and all. So I was taking a lot of breaks. It did affect me for the whole year. From that period till the end of the year, I wasn't myself. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I I just hope, I mean, I don't know if we're going to get justice and um, some kind of answers for who ordered the killings. I think that would actually be a place to start mm -hmm. where we could actually, I mean, there were the, they had the panels mm -hmm. where it was kind of a bit of like discussing on who ordered the killings as well. Mm -hmm. But 
um, it would just be really nice to start somewhere to find to get justice for the people for the people that were behind it. You know, mm-hmm. there's some kind of a way to bring them to the court or something to actually get justice for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As even me, that was not in Nigeria. It was it was a, it was crazy. It was really crazy for everyone. Yeah, so let's talk about something maybe a bit lighter. Um, I want to talk about what you're currently creating. What are you currently working on? What can we expect from you? Um, for twenty twenty one, more Celeste songs. I am in a super group. I hope that you know we kickstart okay. something soon. Is it like um, a band? Yeah, but you know the way um these guys uh, LSD Labyrinth here and Diplo. Okay. So that's like a super group. Okay. Everybody has their has own. Has okay. Exactly. So, um, so that is what we are creating. It's called God. G O U R T. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, um, hoping that we are releasing music this. Um, I hope that we release music this um, this year. But um, in terms of songs, I'm going to be releasing a couple of song, songs that I've been performing you know, a while back. I'm releasing them this year. I am also going to be doing a lot of collaborations with people. So that means more house music. That means there's going to be high life. I'm going to be working on high life music. Excited. Um, <laughs> um, then I'm also going to work on evening, morning songs, you understand, know, just specifically for evenings and mornings that can work you know, for your mental health. And, oh, that's you know, nice. That. So that's, that's nice. Yeah. That's this month, 2021. Okay, that sounds cool. Are you going to give us some tunes? Are you going to sing for us? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can play music right now. Yeah, that would be nice. You can, okay. yeah, sure. yeah. You say we're not the same, but are we really that different? We run around the to play the guitar when where and when um that was in that was about 20 2008 9 i think um i started learning it at what am i saying oh actually it was 2012 sorry my bad i was learning i started around 2011 12 um church we had we got a a choir master mm. that, you know came around and then he plays the instruments and was encouraging everyone to play to learn the instruments and yeah just randomly picked it up and started learning nice nice but that's how to work i mean you've told us now what to expect from you music wise mm-hmm. for 2021 mm-hmm. what about your personal life like what? Personal life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a very girl for life. Hey. <laughs> I'm just, um, personal life, more of, um, I think this 2021, I'm more focused on my mental health, right? Um, just doing the things that I love, um, 
you know, just being a baby girl, being jaye sexual. <laughs> Honestly, that's the way to go. That's the way to go. Yeah, we're at the end already. We're done. We're done. Do you have anything else that you want to share? No, no, no. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on Celeste. It's been fun. I'm always excited to do this, especially with like people that have actually been supporting from day one. So thank you so much. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And yeah, happy 2021 whenever you hear this. And yeah, I'll see you some other time. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Valley Thoughts. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. You can find us on Twitter at Valley Thoughts CS and on Instagram at Valley Thoughts on underscore creative share like but please don't send to your parents or my parents remember our thoughts are valid Bye,